years of my this life and I just want to know if what is stopping me or if there's anything that you feel that you see in me now like you know me now and I know you what is it why this is not just finished for me you have to qualify yourself it's either you who must finish Mm-hmm. with, the, with the, the idea you're holding of yourself. There's nothing outside of you to finish. That's true. You understand? That's true. You only have to finish with you. Yes. With nothing outside. <laughs> so, so <laughs> this I see so, so clearly sometimes. Mm-hmm. So clear. Even when I'm asking you the question, it doesn't mm-hmm. really... I think There's a space that is unmoved. Mm. You see? It, it is not other than you. It's not something we should speak about. This is what has been happening. Mm. We sometimes refer to that, but your very referring to that creates duality in you. Yes. You see? Now, you may say, but that's how it, ex- it feels. That's the experience for me, is that I can't really say I'm that yet. But this is where I come in and I say to you, but who are you who is speaking? Now? Yes. Who are you? Because somehow this you who is speaking now is just accepted as though it is a fact. It's taking up my space, or I'm giving but it permission from, to space. Yeah, but from my point of view, nothing can take up my space. <laughs> <laughs> you see, yes. these are just kind of ideas that are still carrying some power, not in themselves, but because they have been a portion power. Uh, the consciousness is still in role somehow, mm. which is which is in a, in another way I can say it is okay. And there is something genuine about that also, because I am also the functioning consciousness. Mm. And as a functioning consciousness, the play of duality is, is there for me. So this is why I say to people who talk about, oh, he speaks about God. I said, you are hypocrites, because actually, if you say that you, you, know, you, are, some, you are somebody, you have a, a reference of yourself, as a living entity who has a sense of choice. Mm. I would say that it's just uh, acknowledge that that is also a play within the great understanding. For, for me, this, this play happens. But when I say for me, mm. I, am, I am that. I, I, I am what I am. And I am also what I appear to be. Mm. You understand? But only sort of playfully. Mm. And, uh, so I don't have a conflict with myself. Because I've not divided anything in me. See, all my friends. So, nothing can stop me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, nothing can stop me because I don't have a fight with anything. I don't have anything to say, this thing is so important or this thing is so big or something. Because all, how do I come to know about those things? To know anything means that it's after me. This I know inside me. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but you see, the thing is that uh, the cake has to bake. The cake is the cake <laughs> is in the oven. The cake is baking. Is the cake is still the cake, but it has to go through its own maturing somehow. And there's nobody who can do it because it is already there. In fact, it's not even like that. You know, it's not even like that. You know, the cake in the oven baking is also a part of the illusory play, you understand? 
But at the same time, as far as experience is concerned, it is truthful. Therefore, the truth is beyond experience, that dualistic experience. It's self-experience. So, when I say to someone, you are the self, and then I see that their mind answers and says, yes, I know that I am that. Mm, I said, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. not like that. Um, something in their presence convey that on the appropriate level it is understood. Not merely intellectually or something, but when I say appropriate, mm-hmm. meaning that the mirror can only show you uh, where you are. It can only show you your you know, it cannot give you an opinion. The mirror cannot give you an opinion. You know, there's something very truthful about it, and yet it is not the truth. So the the mind, the consciousness, that comes to that understanding, it is truth. In a way, you know, it is reflecting truth. What did you say now? I can't remember. The mind, the mind. truth in a way, is truth. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you can also say it in a way for me everything is true. You know, I can say like this that everything there's only the truth. Even the lie is just the truth pretending itself something. There's only there's only that because the lie is secondary. You know, the opposite of the opposite of truth is not lie. There is no opposite of truth. You understand? A lie comes after that. A lie comes into another realm. No, there's no opposite of truth. What is lie then? Lie is just ignorance, mm-hmm. you know, which somehow then you have to find out well, ignorance for whom is the ignorance then? It must be for the consciousness, because the minute it comes into the play of duality, it comes into ignorance. But ignorance is also useful. This is why I say that it is also good. Because without ignorance, there cannot be knowledge, there cannot be understanding. There cannot be anything, in fact. There has to be this, you have to go through this interrelated, this kind of opposites. Otherwise, there's nothing called good or bad, or you or me or heaven or hell or this or that. This is all the play of the duality. And I don't have a trouble with duality. When you don't have a trouble with duality, duality cannot really offend you, not deeply. Mm. Superficially, of course, you're a sense of person which has got it's got you know, it's got nerves in it. The person has got nerve centre in it, you know. It's got the nerves of consciousness in it. So of course when somebody speaks something is untrue or, or make up something, mm. the pain is gonna be in it because it's got the nerve it's got the nerve center of consciousness mm-hmm. in it, the person. But the thing is that the more that there is identification with a person, you know, the more strong it is, the more intense that pain will be. And the wise use that pain, in fact, to recognize the, the ultimate. You do need something to struggle against. This is why I say that the whole manifestation, although it's illusory, is necessary and unavoidable. For you to have the taste of transcendence, you do need the opposites. You know, 
when you look at the truth, you just have to hush up because you cannot, you, there's nothing, you know, words just continue. It's just like sprouting wings and flying off again into something. You see? I speak, they're emanating out of the wordless thing. The wordless thing is always stable, which is what I am. Just like that. <laughs> Just like that. We don't need to trust in words too much. No. What happens is the words must be useful up to a point to help to somehow, um, <clears throat> what you may call, uh, neutralize the acidity that we use in my own, in my own sickness language. Neutralize the acidity of the egoic mind. You have to do that. The knowledge will do this. But the only thing that feels very strong at this moment is just to stay quiet and hold in myself. This is the best thing. This is the only thing that this feels the best thing. Um, true to me in this moment. Yeah. Stay quiet. Stay empty. Mm -hmm. Stay empty is the best thing. And then they say. If even that advice give you trouble, then you realize me you maybe you've heard it wrongly. Remain empty. Mm. So, mm. Stay means like you're gonna go somewhere and do something. No. Remain means don't bother to touch what note is noisy. Uh, stay empty. And very, very quickly the clouds in the mind they pass. Even in the turbulence <coughs> it's not turbulent. Yes. Mm. Yes. Then alone you can say turbulent, but not turbulence. Yeah. Turbulence, but not turbulence. And I don't really have any questions or doubt in those places when I am in remaining in myself mm. fully. Yeah. Yeah. And I, f I feel I can walk. Mm. Nothing missing. Do I don't want to throw that butt away? Mm. Because it lives on your breath, you know. Mm. You, you feel that something keeps stopping me is an idea you have mm. not kicked yet. You know? Because sometimes you say something is stopping me. I say, but you know, there's nothing stopping you. You say, yes, I know, I know, I know, and things like this. It's not the truthful yeah, yeah. question to ask, yeah. to be honest, yeah. because in my in in this remaining in the self, yeah. I don't really feel this. Yeah. Yes. Then gradually it just perishes. Mm. You know, it's just because it has a little bit of poison in it, that mm. concept, a bit of mm. venom, mm. and then you bite you, it bite you, and then mm. it's going to have its effect for a while. Mm. But left even untreated, it will just disappear. Or it kill you, and it's not going to kill you. And I just feel like I love you in the mo in maybe in the mundane life, mm. and I only want to love you in the life of the spirit, and to fully live in your heart, and to fully let go of this person. Yes. Hood. It's a natural process. It takes place through grace. Mm. 
on yesterday in satsang mm-hmm. we spoke about a devotee mm-hmm. and bliss and yes. uh, the jnani and mm-hmm. uh, peaceful contentment yes. and then the question came inside like but how is it possible to re- fully realize truth mm-hmm. not to be devoted to god like <laughs> is is it pos- mm-hmm. is that because what i feel is like all these great masters there is so much devotion in in these expressions mm. of the of the saints you speak of mm. the masters i have not met any of them in whom was not perceived the presence of god i've not met any of them uh, <coughs> any gyani i've not met many gyanis but even the ones that I've seen mm. or something like that. I mean many people through like watch internet and so on who are said to be like teachers and so on but for me they don't have the power they don't, they don't carry the the power mm. of the presence and they don't have the presence of of the power also mm. so but I still feel that they have their work also to do people have the work of helping to clear those who have a very strongly mentally oriented or psychologically strong they can talk with them because that's the language they use but i still see them as a bit of a tribe because we are living feeling beings and intuitiveness is part of our f- functionality and everybody is instinct with faith we have faith in something So it must be some strangeness that say they don't have faith in God. You understand? And yet at the same time, <clears throat> if you don't have faith in God, I have to say that it is God who allows that <laughs> apparent freedom. Because nobody has the freedom to act contrary to the will of God, really. Mm. So in order to be faithful to his diversity, he has to keep some stupid. Mm. I have to say like that, keep mm. some in a state of mind or show that they're because any time you say this thing is then you create a limitation along somewhere along the line so in the field of diversity and conceptual diversity you must have the full the full set of colors the full palette must be there so we'll have people who don't believe anything some people who believe intensely in the, in, in in god others who believe in themselves that all the expressions of their they have to represent these 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 potential and possibilities they have to do it and i feel one who is wise will see an expression or taste the dna of the truth in all of them mm. and find that the, the collective taste of all of them and so know all of them in all of them you just know it because the minute you say oh i don't accept the non-duality oh i don't accept duality mm-hmm. that is already duality and uh, that is already a kind of you know mm-hmm. even to say there is no such thing as duality is itself comes from duality so it's a kind of it's just people who have a very strong mental orientation or a kind mm-hmm. of psychological orientation that goes off to into some kind of seemingly um like a sanitize the concepts so strongly they seem to like appear to be perfectionist but it's not truthful it's not just without life so um because when the truth is felt it is felt in your heart 
what I call your heart. And once your heart is is touched by that truth, you know, the pulse of it is love and openness. You see. So you must be somehow putting in front of that a strong conditioning to say, no, no, I don't want to believe in anything else. I just want to believe in myself. And that is immediately personal. It cannot be universal. So I don't understand. You see, all the Gyanis that I am aware of them, they, they acknowledge uh, God. They have a devotion in them. They have a love in them. They exude you know, faith and, and uh, stillness. And at the same time, they... They can be very clearly, you know, um, so straight in the in the truth. So it is a kind of paradox. It's not a logic. It's, it's not a logic. Logic says, but well, you must be either this or that. <laughs> Wisdom says, I'm neither this nor that. I'm both and beyond. Says, well, how can we make sense of that? He said, well, actually, the truth is more than sense. <laughs> the truth is more than sense. I can enjoy, you know, the company of sometimes of those who are more, you know, what I call philosophically oriented. But not all the time. For me, sometimes they become very dry. And I more I'm inclined to enjoy the company of bhaktas. But sometimes they're too wet. Mm-hmm. Understand? Meaning that if they're too much relying on emotion, if it's too much, then sometimes I feel like it lacks a bit of strength. Mm-hmm. There's a balance in it somehow between, you know, jnana and bhakta, bhakti and uh, karma also, because there are people whose more their orientation is towards activity of service or work. And that's also part of the expression. Mm-hmm. But to work without desiring the fruits or to be attached to the fruits of your endeavors or your actions, that is a freedom also. Because then you know, it's like you don't feel I am working, actually. You feel like God is working through this body. Mm-hmm. You see? And uh, even, a bhakta, even a bhakta is, is expressing, you know, at the highest level, there's no being, it's just God dancing. God gives in this body the sense of another to appreciate this dancing. But that's wisdom to see, to see this. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, even the highest Gani, he has to say, you know, absolutely, there's only one. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, there's there's just that, you don't, like I say, you don't have to say thank God, in fact. Because people, for me, when they say, oh, can there be a God, a God is personal. So who says that God is personal? God can manifest through the personal, but God is uh, absolute. In, in for me, when I say God, it is the it, same as awareness, absolute. Mm-hmm. But uh, God is given limited qualities due to conditioning in people. Who can deny? Okay. Who gave Who gave the the power in certain bodies to feel the love to take it, mm-hmm. care for you while you were a child, when you had nothing to offer to this world? Mm-hmm. What, what, what is guiding the destinies of each thing? You know.
just forget everything. <laughs> you don't have to lift up anything, you don't have to work anything out of the world. Just somehow your heart becomes cleansed through silence. And mm-hmm. Even if you do it and say, okay, just become empty. But only grace can allow that uh, that understanding to to happen or to respond to that. Yeah, it's grace itself is responding it's to grace. Freedom. Grace is itself is the one that's responding to grace. And, uh, you feel the 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 immensity, the inf- the infiniteness of uh, of the the, the, the empty mind. Empty, empty, empty. Everything comes to rest. Everything is in its own harmony, whatever that is. Why? Because you are the harmony. When you are the harmony, everything seems to be, oh my God, everything is in harmony. Everything is in harmony. Even the thing which seems apparently to not in harmony is in the great harmony. And you see this, I don't know, no textbook is going to teach this. It's just your heart, you know, compels this, this conviction. It is a wonderful thing that in one lifetime, because there are differing views, people have their views, that, uh, of course, if you understand that life is continuous, but a lifetime is discontinuous, or changes, or goes through you know different chapters in the one book or whatever. Then you may come to understand that <coughs> this show has been on the road for a very long time. <laughs> in this life, no matter what other lives there have been, but now, whether there has been other lives or not, but now, somehow. You're living in a state of grace because, first of all, you have an attraction for the truth, for the ultimate, and it's not merely a conceptual attraction. It's like a living attraction. It's something inside, and it's going to burn everything that is turning towards out. It's going to pull it in inside. It is doing it, in fact. Then I say, "Well, blessed are you." Sometimes I feel it has happened before, where I really feel at a certain point I could just impart the realization to someone. I really feel it, you know, because it is so utterly pure, and it sort of stirs up that 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 power inside me to say, okay. Or something. I don't know. Something feel like it. Really. But for the most part, I sort of like just can point you, even just to 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 point to say, well, don't touch this now, please. You know, mm-hmm. speak from here. And I say, what now stands in your way, apart from you? Just just look. You know. And. Even if it appears that you don't get it, my joy is just so 
Right? There's a joy in just uttering that. Who gets it or doesn't get it? In fact, I don't make it so much my business. It has been spoken, it has been said, it has been felt. Its time has come. But whether it blossoms into, you know, holy basil or not, is not up to me. Just say, let it just be whatever it is. Thank you for this life for me too. Oh, it's a great life. <laughs> this is your great life. This is our great life. This is our great life. Thank you for this life. This is our great life. This is a great life. Premium life. Yes. For anyone who somehow feels that inner stimulation or that attraction to, to this, because there is no after this, there is no part two of this, I don't know. Th that would have to go back again to the realm of the consciousness, and which is fine, most of them, because it is fine. But that's not this, and it's in its absoluteness. This in its absoluteness was for, is for me the, the cream of the human endeavor, the human being's highest attainment, if you want to use these type of terms. It is going to be that, to discover again the source from where you, the one, the self-perceived, conceived one, where you, you come from. And from being standing firmly in the posture or the position of being the person growing towards something, it changes and becomes your consciousness in which even the taste of growth arises and is perceived in it. A complete changing over of perspective. Then this for me is this is auspiciousness. <laughs>